welcome back to Culture Hang. I'm Hannah. I'm Holly. And we talk about popular culture. That's it. Um, it might be from now. Might be from tomorrow. It might be from whenever. Might be from tomorrow. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Sometimes we, we predict. We things. predict in the future now, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we have various social media. Just link below. We also have Patreon. What do we do on there? We talk about books. Once a month. <laughs> That's it. The end. That's all. The we end. Do. Move on. Subscribe um, if you want. <laughs> yeah. No, there's more. So, bad book club. Where we talk about normally cheap or trash fiction you might see some book talk stuff there um but it keeps us sane we love it we love to discuss it as well and we also do celebrity corner where we talk about a celebrity an instance a couple a child star there's a whole range of people that if you're wondering why haven't they talked about them on the main pod chances are we've probably talked about them on the patreon so check that out see who's there and yeah if you want to chuck us a couple of quid that's the the way to do it yeah and our motto always is um any support we really appreciate if you do just want to subscribe for one month to the patreon we are you know more than happy Respect to do it. that like any any support is good even if you're just listening today that means a lot to us it does listening today listening whenever <laughs> um but it does mean a lot no matter what the support we you don't need to give us money absolutely not at all um, but it's there if you want to. Um, so, welcome back if you've listened before. Welcome if you've never listened before. Hi! Get- Hi! Yeah! <laughs> I really didn't know what how to introduce ourselves other than what we've said. Um, <laughs> that's about it. We like to start the podcast with pop culture we've seen this week. Yep. And then we talk about the main things that we want to talk about. The main topic of the day often also kind of a bigger exploration into a pop culture moment from the week but sometimes we go abstract <laughs> yeah very much so pop culture moments of the week we're still reeling in the aftermath of Hayley Bieber and Selena yeah. Gomez I can't believe we're still talking about this it's still going she's now the content I've been looking at uh-huh. <laughs> that's a better way to say that no no that was perfect <laughs> Um, is that people are deep diving and being like she was a stalker she was so involved in their relationship really early on she was like texting a bunch of people this is how far it's come so we start with like you know three weeks ago I think when we first addressed this topic it was a simple thing of like (laughs) are Hayley Bieber and Kylie Jenner shading Selena Gomez because of her eyebrows because of her eyebrows (laughs) this week tell me why I'm getting TikTok conspiracy theories about Courtney Kardashian's um, youngest child being Justin Bieber's son. What? Why am I getting TikToks about that? I'm not that far down the road. Oh, well, apparently I am because there's this whole thing <laughs> that apparently, apparently, big apparently here. <laughs> and I, 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 really, I don't get um, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, and Courtney Kardashian had all had certain relationships with Justin Bieber. It's so around weird. Around the same time. You can believe that if you want to. But there was a picture of Courtney and Justin Bieber together yeah. when Justin was 20 and she was, yeah, 30 something. Not nice. Yeah. And that that was one thing. And then people were getting pictures of Rain. I think Rain's her youngest child. Is Rain her youngest child? The young one. Um, and putting it next to baby pictures of oh my God. Justin Bieber. <laughs> now, why, why have we progressed to that? 
I don't know. I think it's too much scrutiny. And it's that thing we were talking about a couple of weeks ago where like where the story ended and so people just like turn to speculating yeah. and being like super random and just going, hang on. I mean it's fine to be like it's weird if Courtney Kardashian Yeah, Courtney yeah, Kardashian. Courtney, yeah. I forgot all their surnames for a second. I was it's, like, it's difficult. I was struggling with the Jenner and the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. I really couldn't do it. Courtney Kardashian it's weird if she went out with him when he was like twenty obviously yeah. because of like power imbalances which we talk a lot about yeah. on here with different dynamics but like to be like her youngest son is justin bieber's like it's just odd. there's also these things now about supposedly chris jenner paid um so you know when selena gomez went to the met ball and she was very tanned in the face like mm. she was she it was everyone commented on it as a makeup look and they went Ooh, not your best work then. Yeah. It was it was kind of a faux pas situation. Yeah. There's now speculation. Why has this come into it? That Chris had paid Selena's makeup artist six hundred thousand pounds <laughs> to mess the makeup on purpose, <laughs> like to sabotage the relationship. Why is Chris now involved? Like, oh, why does Chris God. have a motive in this? And, and like, there's so many. They're bringing in all the Kardashians, and like. More and more, I just noticed that no one's really bringing Justin into it. It's Somehow, a lot of like yeah. Hayley Bieber, all the Kardashians, every Kardashian <laughs> ever was involved in this elaborate conspiracy to Somehow. take Justin away from Selena <laughs> and marry him to someone else. And it's like, when when do you realise that Justin did have some autonomy in the situation? If he wanted to be with Selena, he didn't have to leave her. Yep. This is always true. Like, he didn't have yep. to. They could have been running the most elaborate conspiracy theory in the world. He still didn't have to leave her. <laughs> yeah. Unless he was somehow forced into it, in which mm. case that's a whole other issue. And it, yeah. it's awful. But we have no evidence of that. No. <laughs> People are just speculating. It's like, just wild mad. to me. I, I get it. Like, I, don't, I never have, like, an issue with these things. I understand why we end up in these places. But it's just so interesting to me. And I think something, it kind of fits in with what we're going to talk about today that like the power you can get from being silent in a situation mm. because the amount of support Selena Gomez has got from and she's not even really commented on it no <laughs> and then I saw now she's done I think an, another thing for Apple TV where she brought up the girl is it Francia who gave her the her kidney. kidney kidney woman she brought up that I saw a clip of it I was like I look at she's calling this girl her best friend mm-hmm. I look at the comments and everyone's being like we'll never forgive you for what you did like for making her give you your kidney oh my God. like we like she doesn't follow you on instagram so you can't mm. be best friends and all these and i'm like hmm so interesting that as soon as she she had all this support as soon as she starts talking again it's like actually now there's something else for us to hate on yeah. like there's two different angles of hate going not hate always but a lot of it is hate yeah like two camps that can't kind of meet in the middle it's more like you want to when she's silent you can be like she can be whatever you want yeah. her to be she could be the perfect victim she could be like yeah. the cheated on girlfriend you know the one that got away mm-hmm. and it's like being persecuted by justin bieber's current wife it's just like they were babies when they when you look at pictures yeah. like, especially when i learned that justin was 20 when this yeah. was all going on. i don't they know how- met they started going out when she was 18 and he was 15 sorry what i know that's what i found out the other day why would an 18 year old want to date a 15 year old i don't know that's weird speaking of power imbalances that's a bit bizarre like it's just why would you want because he was a baby looking (laughs) child like actually baby looking child and there was a clip where 
apparently it's Haley and Justin meet for the first time. Oh, I, is it the one where they're introduced by Haley's dad? Yes. Yeah, I know. And then the they're one. like, she doesn't even seem that bothered about him at that point. She's probably shy, to be honest. I was like, they are children. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, and he looks like a baby. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, like even though like he was twenty, I was like, really? I would have thought he was thirteen. And the hair didn't help. No. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just interesting how that's ongoing. Um, yeah, I didn't think it would have this amount of um, airtime. <laughs> no, neither did I. It's so interesting sometimes how like the smallest thing can be a catalyst to bringing up all these like yeah. receipts of past behaviour. Mm. And some of it is just, it seems to be pure speculation. But like the more and more you see it, the more like even I'm looking at these pictures of pictures of Kourtney Kardashian's child and being like, "Well, do you know what? There is some resemblance. Like, you're not really seeing Scott here. Like, <laughs> it's like that child doesn't really look like the like Penelope and Mason. But anyway, I don't but think I, I they just, look like Scott very much. Oh, I don't know if you. I think Mason does. Does he? I mean, I've seen a picture Disick of Mason. Is like, <laughs> That's Scott's child through and through. <laughs> Penelope's her own thing. P. P. I know you called a baby P then. I, I, I always used to. So I've had to stop. <laughs> I've had to stop. Anyway, anything else? Um, and then it was just like random little bits of like Avril, Avril Lavigne is now dating Tiger. This Have you seen the like is flow it? diagrams of how <laughs> this so many people in this situation are linked? No. I'm not going to go into it. There are some very elaborate TikToks on this, but I there was one thing that stuck out for me, mm. and this is the most basic link, but when you go into it, there's so many more. Tiger famously dated Kylie. Yes. Kylie Jenner. Avril Lavigne famously dated... What's the Jenner boy called that was attractive? Brody. Brody. And she, she and Brody... We're at Kim Kardashian's wedding to Chris Humphreys together. Oh my god. Kylie and Kendall, like at some point, <laughs> Avril Lavigne had a fashion range. Kylie and Kendall walked for this oh fashion god. range. I so know she it, had such a link to the Yeah. And now Jenners. she's dating Tiger and it's like this weird sort of <laughs> inner circle <laughs> yeah. situation. And there's so more like so many more links if you just go on these TikToks. Like it's it honestly Ooh. becomes one big circle of like everyone who's dated everyone all linking back <laughs> to the Kardashians. It's wow. wild. Anyway, and Tiger. Tiger's dated a lot of um, <laughs> men. <laughs> Anyway, so that's everything. That was everything I saw. Well, there was also something else that happened this week. Um, Cole Sprouse, you may know him from Zack and Cody. Maybe you know him from being in Friends. Riverdale he is also in. Riverdale, yeah. Um, he Was he the one in the movie about... Is it five feet apart, six feet oh, apart? Yeah, yeah. Also, maybe that. Um he was on Call Her Daddy, the mm-hmm. podcast, um, and Call Her Daddy always gets like really impactful snippets. Doesn't I it? I get them on my TikTok all the time. They were doing. They were. I don't know if you saw this a couple weeks ago. They were hinting that they were going to have Adam Levine on. Oh, because okay. they were like showing. Is it Alex the host? Yeah. They were showing her interviewing someone and going like, "How you know." what about all these affairs or whatever she's asking these sort of questions and then they play like payphone at the end (laughs) of it she wasn't interviewing him she was interviewing Adam Devine do you know the actor from movies such as 
I can't remember. He's in Modern Family for a couple of seasons. Who does he play? Andy. He's in oh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. What, he's a big old cheater. No, he's not. She was pretending it was Adam Levine. And then, That's like, quite funny. They, it is. It is quite <laughs> funny. So he's not a cheater. And then I imagine it was like, no, I'm Adam Levine, not Adam Levine, <laughs> which is quite funny. So I often get these little, like, there's like Snippets, sound bites, yeah, of, that make yeah. you want to watch because she yeah. gets like the juiciest bits of it. Mm-hmm. And so there'd been this snippet of Cole Sprouse being like um, talking about being in a relationship on Riverdale, mm. obviously with Lily Reinhardt, yeah. And this had caused a lot of controversy, a lot of comment on it, and so mm. we obviously looked at the whole thing and we'll discuss. Here we are. Here we are. I haven't actually listened to an episode of Call Her Daddy. I think it's one of those things I was like, oh, a lot of people are talking about this. And then when I started to see everyone talking about the podcast, because it was a bit of drama. It was she a used bit to have of drama. She set it up with someone else and then But it was always I think it was always owned by Barstool or yes. whatever. Yeah. I, I think it would be interesting to look at the drama at some point because it it was a big moment. Yeah, definitely. I remember it happening. And I knew of the drama before I knew of the podcast yeah definitely um i also kind of thought that the podcast potentially wouldn't really be for me um yeah i i don't think it would be but honestly not the worst podcast i've listened to i ended up kind of liking it where we get uncle jams like the thing is she does have (laughs) some value and i do kind of respect the adam levine adam devine situation yeah but yeah, I don't know. I, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought. Me I did too, I do yeah. listen to podcasts usually on one point five. Yeah. I never really listen to them at normal speed. No. So honestly it was quite an easy listen. Um It's very easy to listen to at one point five for anyone else that likes to do that. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> like it just feels like it needs to be done. Yeah. I don't know what speed people listen to us at. Because I wish I could listen to us at one point five when I edit. We talk a bit fast. We talk too fast, but <laughs> It, it, it's still that's the speed I'm working at yeah that's the way our brains work <laughs> I think that's just how we talk to each yeah. other but no definitely I was like okay well gonna give this a go because... did you watch the little video yeah I watched I was the mad. video like, I don't know if people knew about this I'd seen a TikTok a couple of months ago that you can watch full on movies on Spotify it's now it's so weird it's weird but I it didn't I've never used that feature before and I clicked to play the podcast on my laptop mm. suddenly I'm <laughs> seeing Cole Sprouse right in front of me <laughs> and that's it was where, wild that's where it is yeah I don't don't mind it particularly for something like this uh, where yeah, you don't have to good. go to youtube and do all the youtube ads and all of that but do you not um, get ads during it some like spotify her... things i do but this one i didn't but did there you get some... the ad from her where she was like try this lipstick no. oh there was an ad where she was telling me to try a lipstick i could tell where the ad breaks were like put in because oh. it just went black for a I couple of seconds the... oh he... that happened to me though and i should oh. i did not pay for spotify um <laughs> because they took my student spotify away anyway but i wanted to talk about initially the um how jarring the the introduction is to call her daddy i don't know if it stuck out to you but it was like she just says like what's up daddy gang and it was just like i hated it did i miss that i would literally i mean to be fair it's right at the beginning so i wouldn't be surprised but i was like this is disgusting daddy gang i'm not a massive fan of the the title of the show um (laughs) it's almost like one of those things i one time was returning a parcel from the girl boss's own company nasty gal this was years ago 
I was returning a parcel and I went to the post office and I handed it over and the mm. woman who worked there, who was like quite an old lady, was like, oh, I almost don't like saying that. And I was like, yeah, kind of agree. <laughs> Call her daddies kind of gives me the same vibe in that yeah. like, you know, if you were talking to your mum and dad and you're like, oh, well, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day. It said something really interesting. Like, it was a really good look at like how the inner workings of fame um, go down. And if they're like, oh, what was the name of that? And then I had to say to them, you call her daddy? Hello, Nanny. Like I always don't like saying it. It's personal, but it's just it just feels wrong. It doesn't sit well with me. I no, don't know why. I, I think it's it should. Just like, like there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't know if it's because it's like girl boss adjacent. It kind of is that it's like because like, call her daddy. Because I remember yeah. a lot of the time the initial podcast when it was in its um, initial formation, and now it seems to have progressed into something else. Yeah was a lot of them being like um oh you you should cheat on your boyfriend like that's yes. good yeah. and uh, it was a lot of that sort of thing which is like it's it's kind of funny like i don't but like if you were listening to two men be like yeah cheat on your girlfriend i wouldn't love to listen to that either yeah. like i don't i don't love listening to people you know which, kind which, of be mean to yeah to anybody no. and their partners and i think it's so but it, it feels quite girl bossy in a way yeah. to be like yeah treat us like men treat us and it's fine so i think that's where i think it'd be really interesting to do like actually see what happened with that because oh for sure like now it's very polished but i think she's a very good interviewer she's better than i thought i I actually it was quite nice because she didn't she didn't feel like she was just reading off anything which was quite i was quite surprised at the fact she doesn't read notes or anything that she hasn't got prompts i don't know if that's she does she had little cards oh i didn't see the cards but like she was very it felt like she was responding to what he was saying um i think i'm gonna say something quite controversial here i think the um the full podcast i don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be i don't think people have listened to the full podcast they've just heard the clips and to some extent it's quite bad the clip they've put out yeah. and we'll get to it but when one of the things he's specifically said in this is how much he values the opinion of the public and how much it affects his mental health I did think this is it's like... a little bit dangerous that yeah. they've like basically put out the clip that makes him look the worst and now there's been so much ridicule yeah. that's followed and I think the fact so literally it starts with that it starts with him and he the thing is, he is pretentious. He is like, pretentious. You can't... But I, this but isn't news. Like, no. Like, I don't know if people just haven't really watched um, Cole or Dylan Sprouse in their yeah. adulthood, but they they went to NYU. Like, they yeah. are pretentious. And I think it's just this sort of, like, not that everyone who goes to NYU is pretentious, but <laughs> I think this idea of being able to say that you went somewhere, like, the when you're a celebrity, it. like, yeah. it, it can add to something. And, like, I think because we're used to seeing them as kind of like child stars it just seems to a lot of people ridiculous that you know you remember them as being like zach and cody yeah and and also with cole being on riverdale now which isn't hasn't got the best reputation film film, show show um you don't expect him to be as pretentious as he is but he has always been that way yeah and i've got a little bit on this i won't go into it now but like he had this whole tumblr experiment in the past like he yeah which people obviously won't if this is your say you found outbound through riverdale when you were like a 15 year old couple of years ago 
and then you're seeing him suddenly on this and you're like who is this person but it's like we were on tumblr at the same time yeah as, like this was, i remember this, this happening is. and it's like again i feel like we always say this the criticism is valid if you have some criticism of this whole interview and, and i definitely do it's bring it up but i think this was an editing issue like yeah, not definitely. not an editing issue just the clip they put out yeah. looked really bad um we can go through it like kind of from the beginning because yeah. he does it starts with him basically being like my publicists aren't here and at that point i was like oh Uh-oh. god <laughs> here we go yeah like <laughs> oop <laughs> and it's it's just his phraseology with everything like yeah even from the very beginning when he compliments her about how conversational her podcast is and i'm like do you listen to any podcast ever because that's what podcasts he listens to what's the like really pretentious American thing? NPR is that NPR? Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I, only I knew this to already. Yeah. <laughs> and call her daddy. It's NPR and call her daddy. That's it. He has range. Yeah, he's got range. Anyway, but yeah, I think i don't know it's he says that his publicist isn't there and that his publicist know they have quote little control over the lunacy of whatever it happens on set and instantly as soon as he said that i was like oh here we go <laughs> here we go it's like that thing where someone keeps telling you how crazy they are when they're drunk and then they're yeah. just like white girl wasted so and you're like crazy. you're not you're not actually doing anything you're just telling me how crazy you are and like you're not <laughs> you're not doing anything that yeah. I'm like oh that's a bit weird what she's doing I would say also men are really bad for that not just white yeah, men, are, men are like some of the worst like oh I've that. got this alter ego like I've so many men that have said stuff to me when they're drunk and I've been like okay well demonstrate this <laughs> and it's not demonstrated no they just say it yeah it's like it's a very uh, maybe it's a drunk thing um, <laughs> just like an overconfidence in who you ever get that when you're having a chat with someone and they're like this is a really crucial feature of me. Mm. And you're listening to them and you're like, no, it's not. Like, I, <laughs> you have never come across that way to me yeah. from an outside perspective. Yeah. And I hate to tell you you're wrong about your own personality, but you are. <laughs> but you're unself-aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I am the most selfless person ever. I feel like anyone who ever <laughs> refers to themselves as selfless, it's like, like your selfishness yeah. shows in your display of being selfless <laughs> yeah. arguably um yeah I, I, like he at five minutes in asks if he can smoke yeah and i did i noted this, that down as well i was like five minutes in <laughs> uh, like the thing is i understand smoking it's a um addiction, addiction i get it but he says like she she agrees and then he makes this point of like oh everyone's so chill with people smoking weed yeah. inside but like they never like if i just want to smoke normally and, and i get that but i don't usually watch her podcast so i don't know if she ever has had anyone smoke weed on it it sounds like a joe rogan thing it's a very much that, that happens on joe rogan i just feel like it happens on howard stern's podcast potentially Probably. could be wrong yeah um but you don't like i don't know if maybe it does happen on hers but she's not gonna say no is she on the podcast be like oh actually no and then they say right at the end she's like oh well i've got an interview tomorrow and they'll probably be like why does it smell yeah do you think that's probably a rented building like you're not really meant to like it's just kind of i don't i'm kind of nitpicking here but i just think it is a little bit rude to be like oh on on air why yep. didn't he ask beforehand just be like oh just so you know i might want to smoke or like vape for the interim yeah. like why does it and also but so vape, like when people vape in a small space i know do i want to live in a haribo like do i want to <laughs> do i want that fun fact 
growing up where the town I'm from, mm-hmm. the air smells of Haribo. I love that. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't like Didn't enjoy that. It. Well, I did because it wasn't concentrated. But if it was like, oh. so the room we're in right now, not very big. Imagine no. if I was vaping. You'd probably be chill with it. But I wouldn't be chill if you were vaping. No, it would just be so like cloying as well. I like that's what I always find. To, yeah, and I'm used to it kind of being illegal to smoke inside. I know you can smoke in your own home, but it just feels like you are kind of forcing. I'm really nitpicking. I really don't care that much. No, but what? But I, I just think just ask yeah. prior to it. Just yeah, say, give them some warning. Yeah, just because... say I, you know I smoke quite a lot. Do you mind? And then before it's on air. And um, bef- he smokes a bloody lot. Like, so there was three cigarettes <laughs> I saw throughout. She's probably stressed. His and then it's- wasn't there. He's like lighting them <laughs> Chain up. Chain smoking. Chain. That's what I think. It was, it was like, I know they obviously edited it down, but it can't have been any longer than two hours. No. Two four cigarettes, which is what he said. So they even cut out a whole middle cigarette because I only showed him si- smoking cigarettes. three cigarettes during the length of it and then say, he went thank you so much for letting me smoke four like cigarettes and this at the end i was like when what we didn't you don't see need that cig- well i mean he unless maybe does maybe he does but i will say the controversial moment so in the clip that gets shown around which we won't get to yet but the clip that's shown around of him being like yeah i had a relationship with someone on the set of riverdale yeah um, where he's smoking and everyone's commenting on how ridiculous he looks smoking they're like oh he looks like he's never smoked before which yeah but <laughs> she was the one that encouraged that cigarette that's yeah, why no, in she listening was. to it she went oh you'll want a cigarette for this one that's why he's smoking if yeah. i was him i'd be so annoyed because like <laughs> for all we know he wasn't gonna have another one no and in the the bit that's been scrutinized the most she was the one that went you'll want another cigarette <laughs> how bad is that to be like and oh, it, yeah. people are specifically criticizing the way he smokes i oh, know and it just adds to the pretentiousness. It's the fact that he's sitting there, so he's got like jeans on and a white shirt, but the shirt is like halfway buttoned down the middle. Yeah. So there's like little beauty bits of chest hair like poking through, yeah. and he's sitting there, and he's got like, you know, when people talk with a cigarette like pointing down, yeah, to be yeah. like, look how much control I've got. That I, can- I, I smoke really so much, don't like, like when and it's just like happens. waggling like I hate from that. their mouth. It really makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I just it's not for me it's not for me no but um, yeah I thought the the frequency he was smoking at, I was like Jesus Christ this is someone with a strong old well, it's nicotine so addiction. interesting <laughs> that at some point he says in it that he gave up like smoking like he gave up drinking a year ago or something yeah <laughs> like I'm really proud of him for that that's very yeah, good that's always a great, really hard it's a very good accomplishment especially if he did have issues with drinking that's really yeah. good that he's you know gotten better and stuff like that but i it does to some extent feel like potentially he swapped in smoking like which people do we they do potentially it was a stressful scenario for him like he didn't seem that stressed but the sort of topics they were covering maybe he's just good at hiding it yeah i think it would definitely he was very like bravado-y as he was talking but the fact that he like i think it was to show how unfazed he was by talking about but he wasn't unfazed and i think it was that whole like i'm gonna go in without my publicist i'm gonna bear all i'm gonna talk about all of this it's like okay that's really brave of you yeah definitely but i think you were more panicked about it than you were letting on and you were showing like this really brave face and being like none of this phases me but actually the four cigarettes probably, probably the different another <laughs> yeah. thing i want to clear he's up he's also very fidgety did you see his foot very especially on 1.5 his foot was like his flapping. foot was like going so fast <laughs> um i'm gonna clear this up even though i don't want to clear it up have you seen this joke on twitter 
and TikTok. I'd seen a lot of people doing it, so I don't know who initially made this joke. But because he he brings up his brother Dylan being a bully in school. Yeah. And someone at some point, I don't know who did this originally because I've seen the same joke about five times, said like, oh, it's even funnier when you realise they're homeschooled. I have been laughing about that prior to listening to this podcast the whole week. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. He does specify on the podcast that they were homeschooled, but at the point they were in school, Dylan was a bully, <laughs> yeah. which kind of ruins the joke. But I still enjoy the joke, but he does specifically say when they were at school, yeah. Dylan was a bully and physically used to hit people or yeah. something. Dylan was a physical bully. And he was a, quote, intellectual bully. Which, which I- and she, I really enjoy this, but she says, that's worse. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. But I, yeah. But I like, how were you that. an intellectual bully? What are you talking about? No, but I kind of, like, he makes this point of, like, on Disney Channel, he was an atheist. We all know the Disney kids were all, like, uber-Christian. Yeah, whether that's how they were presented or, or whether that's what they actually believe, but it is kind of annoying. If you're a Christian, that's how you've been brought up. It's always how Disney yeah. are telling you to present. Yeah. There's this little boy with a bowl cut coming up to him and being like, well, why do you believe that? Why do you believe that? Was it that? the reply you're... guy? Like, oh. But actually, well, actually, you are factually incorrect and just wants to debate you all the I time. Can like, imagine I imagine that. From it's him. such a, a thing that teenage boys sometimes do where they yeah. just start like going well actually yeah, prove it yeah, prove it prove it me, me, me. it's like i don't want to talk to you about this anymore because it's not fun it's not fun you just want to shout at me yeah so i i can see that i can see that they would have been very different in that way in their bullying in their bullying <laughs> <laughs> um but he does specifically talk about dylan he says that they're very different and that dylan is more stubborn but they're still very close, which I thought was quite sweet. I thought it was lovely. I thought, like, it's such a nice... I don't know. I think twins always fascinate me, but I really appreciate... I think I always wanted a twin. Really? Yeah. not for me. People always, like, whenever I'm like, oh, I wish I had a sister, mum's like, no, you wouldn't. You'd never have wanted a sister. I was like, no, I think I would have liked a sister. I mean, you you have a younger sibling and you've coped. Yeah, exactly. You so with it. I wouldn't have. We're all still alive, you know. Didn't, exactly. Wasn't catastrophizing. Just but... the other week, someone believed me and my brother were twins. <laughs> you do look quite similar. We though. look very similar. And someone went to him. Oh, how's university going? He went. I have a job. <laughs> I am an adult <laughs> the man. man. The man is twenty-seven, <laughs> and this one was like, "How's university?" Someone, someone asked him if he was on half term. That's so funny. <laughs> And then when I said my age, they were like, oh, we thought you were the same age. No. Eternally youthful, though. That's Either you look 27 or he looks 27. I know. I think he just has the attitude of... I think we both have the attitude of, why have they not grown up? Um, (laughs) But no, I I definitely think the bits where he was talking about his closeness with his brother and particularly his dad as well, they were the loveliest bits. And I think I wasn't expecting the show to go into so much of the... Like that's family dynamic. what they discuss. I yeah, think. that's I think what they talk about for 40 minutes. From the clips, you think it's going to be this whole discussion of him shitting on Lily Reinhardt, yeah, essentially. Yeah. What that makes up is one minute, at maybe at most, oh, and right he doesn't end, shit yeah. on her. She's brought up and essentially, you know what, we'll get into it when, it when we get to it, but it's not really the podcast. The podcast is him sort of discussing his family. Yeah. Um, and you get this... It, it's quite interesting, his take on being pushed into fame because he says that he wouldn't do it any other way yeah he doesn't have regrets about it 
but he specifically is like that was what our mum made us do yeah because she needed money and twins yeah. are kind of a hot commodity because mm-hmm. it, it's a way of getting around child labor laws yeah because you can just swap them out when yeah. one of them gets tired but or- i think we discussed this on one i think mary we, kane ashley yeah that there is a thing that one of the, i don't know whether it was cole or dylan but on friends one of them ended up working more than the other oh, okay. and usually that's what happens because one of them's not that bothered and they're like just put that one on again if that one yeah. doesn't work that one but he's very much like I don't blame my mum for that, but yeah. they knew they were doing it to make money for the family rather yeah. than as a hobby or a fun thing they were doing. Like fully aware of it as well. And I think yeah. it's interesting hearing him talk about like the displacement at the beginning of their life. So like they were born in Italy. Yeah. And then he says, again, everyone brushes over this. His parents were part of this school slash cult. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to think about I was this. I've been like, can you expand on that, please? Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't know cult? this was part of him being like quirky and like, oh, maybe it was a cult. I don't know. Yeah. Or if there's a genuine thing of like, no, they were in a cult, but I'm, <laughs> I was unsure whether it was just sort of like a quirky thing he was doing. Yeah. Um, but then, so they then move to Switzerland and then they're in the US. Yeah. And their parents break up very quickly, like he says, when they were about a year old, yeah. potentially. So he doesn't really remember them all being together except this one memory. So I think that and kind he of says like at some point he doesn't know if that memory is real. I don't think that memory is real no. because if they split up before he was one, one you're not going to really it's remember. It's very that. unlikely that he's got that memory, yeah. which is quite sad. Like maybe yeah. by some chance he does have that memory, but, but it, no, it's I... just quite sad that. And even he says that potentially he fabricated it. And yeah, that's you know probably a happy memory because a lot of the way he talks about his mum, he's very positive about her but it's quite clear that they have issues with each other oh definitely because it was what it was he said when he was 10 him and his brother were in this big court thing yeah where his mom like custody was taken away from his mom which and, is severe yeah and his dad had full custody yeah and then he so when at that point when they go to his dad the money they had essentially from their early days of fame, they don't have that anymore. Yeah, like that's gone. gone, which is quite severe. Definitely, because they, they were in, made a lot, and they were working from like in like literal infants. Yeah. So you know that's a very consistent stream of income that has been lost to them. And I think the way he talks about it is very. I don't want to say graceful because I don't think that's the right word for it, but something that you know. But I th- it, it's quite mature, I would say. Like I, I know that he's yeah. not potentially processed at all, but, but he's it, processed some of it enough to talk yeah. about in this way, which I think, like particularly with other child star narratives that we've looked at, yeah, that you know the way through it was very like survivalist but now he's reached 30 and it seems like that's been a real turning yeah. point and i don't know i think i think the way he talked about his mum was really sad but interesting because he doesn't he says he doesn't blame her that he says he doesn't it's all, blame her but they don't have a relationship but they don't know um yeah. which is um which is really sad i thought that the way he spoke about his mum was very sad because it yeah. was like almost like he didn't want to go into too much detail with it because it's her life but he was like yeah she's not in a good way yeah and i can't really get to her and mm. i can't really do anything about that which is just yeah. really sad i don't Absolutely. know the ins and outs of it but it just doesn't sound pleasant the only thing that i potentially again i'm being nitpicky but i thought potentially he was a teeny bit dismissive of other child stars when he said mm. that like 
she asked him about other child stars at Disney who've spoken out against it now, and he says that he thought it was an issue of privilege that a lot of the people that were speaking out negatively were from more privileged backgrounds, whereas, like, the people who needed the money were just like, oh, we're just going to have to work for it. And I was mm. like, but the comments that we're getting from people speaking out, like, it doesn't make it right. And I don't think he yeah, was saying yeah. it was right, but, like, no, whether he's come to terms or not, whether he cares or not, it's still, in my opinion, not really right to make children work like no, that. No, definitely not. And and then I think about, like, um, Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. I know it was Nickelodeon, it wasn't Disney, and it was probably very different, but I don't think it was that different. No. She was not from a privileged background. No. And the criticism she have of, like, having to work and feeling like her family were dependent yeah. on her, and then all the other things as well... It, it's not from privilege that she has those criticisms it's because she didn't really get a childhood or like her childhood was taken from her and yeah. she didn't have a good time and she was exploited and i think like that part even like selena gomez even though she's yeah, never for sure. talked about it in terms of like the terrible mm. practices like she's never come out and said anything but you know she was really young and her mum was a single mum yeah, and was. that had her when she was like 16 or mm. something so like not everybody in that circuit was yeah the daughter of billy ray cyrus yeah like, that, that was know. quite unusual that situation i would think so and like i think to just brush it off it did seem like you could tell that he was that little kid again that was just like wanting yeah. to debate and be like i'm not like the rest of you which he wasn't potentially because yeah. of the tumultuous like growing up situation that he had there was a lot of uh-huh. division in his family but you can still critique the industry for being really exploitative even yeah. if you had like a stable because a stable home life because he was like talking about it being that the working conditions they were subjected to that's what they were complaining about because they could complain about the working conditions rather yeah. than just being like i'm being exploited for money yeah and that that's what he went into expecting but none of it makes it right no it's, it should be better potentially i'm i'm you know i could be misinterpreting what he's saying and i don't think he meant it like that and i think he potentially hadn't given it much thought i, I um, don't think he gave it any thought no, I don't think he had, and it, it was just kind of strange because he spent a lot of it recognizing that his experience of being a child star is different from the experience of like selena gomez miley cyrus and all of them because it's different for these young girls like it's still not good for the young boys that are on there but like these young girls the way they were sexualized i mean they have their own experiences as well but like these girls were sexualized in a very strong i mean Mm -hmm. jonas brothers did get asked about their purity rings all the time but hey ho but then to the extent of you think what happened to demi yeah or like the kind of scrutiny and, and the yeah. spiral and that the, kind and of thing. And these things of like with child stars where it, and it's even happening now where they there's timers for when they turn eighteen and stuff like that. It's terrible. And it, it's strange because he kept recognizing that and being like, you know, my experience is obviously going to be different from theirs, but he yeah. just couldn't really translate it into when he said this that mm. his experience will still be different. Like, and it, none yeah. of it is right none of it was dealt with correctly like and yeah. even alex said that when she's interviewed like these disney child stars they all have a different experience of disney but mm. it doesn't just because you had a good experience it doesn't mean or like not a terrible experience yeah it doesn't mean that they it was were all right fine. in what they did yeah. yeah at all no but I'm, I'm glad he brought up the saying that they were kind of protected because they were boys and they weren't subjected to that same yeah. kind of scrutiny and sexualization from and being a child. he brought it up twice. That, I thought that was yeah. quite good. He kept, like, when he was asked, he kept saying, yeah. this will not have been the same for yeah. 
like Selena Gomez and stuff like that or Miley yeah. Cyrus. He, you know, so it was quite, you know, it's fairly nuanced. But it was, mm. it was interesting that he was like linking it to the Nepo baby conversation, and he's very much like not a Nepo baby. So I, I think like that division is happening it. now. Like he brought up Nepo babies, but then didn't go into it. And I was yeah. like, I wish that she'd probed him on that. Yeah, that's the one thing that I because. It wasn't a personal situation for him, and I wish she just said, "What do you think about that?" Yeah, what's going on with the discussion? To, because, like, again, he clearly has very like strong feelings on the fact that he did not come from privilege mm-hmm. and he was working because he needed to work. Yeah, and he does not resent that he had to do that for his parents. No, I'd love to hear that, like, what he thinks on the Definitely. people, like, working with people who have a different situation. I yeah. just think it's interesting to hear that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um. So, what happened next? yeah i think a lot of what he says essentially is quite valid but it's said in words that (laughs) are potentially unnecessary there was one word that he kept saying like he was repeating throughout and it's like really don't need to use that word this amount i can't remember it felt like a very big buzzword that he'd like picked and he was using it over and over again and i but i do think what he said wasn't terrible he just said it in a pretentious way and like definitely call her daddy as a podcast it potentially isn't the vehicle for that no. like there's time and a place <laughs> this probably wasn't it um but then we get into her asking about his girlfriends yeah the bit that i also saw so i didn't see the lily reinhardt discussion i saw him talking about the artist so his um phraseology with when he was like yeah <laughs> so the quote is most of us only join the arts because we're pretty fucked up. And he says it in a very, like, jokey yeah, way at the end. Um, but I thought it was kind of, again, it was like the context was taken from it. Exactly. Because he's talking about his mum. Yeah, literally. That's so, the, like, he's talking about his, how his mum is, yeah. like, not doing well. Yeah. And, like, essentially her mental health. And then he said, he does refer to himself as an artist a lot, which I get people are like, you're on Riverdale. But still, it's fine. That, like that it's... still is technically his job. He's in the arts. He's in the yeah. arts. But I thought that was that's the thing that kind of upsets me the most because it's like yeah. he was. It was kind of like you know when someone's uncomfortable and they make a little joke. Yes. And I, it felt like that's what he was doing, and then it's been it's, taken out of context. Yeah. And I get it because when I saw that clip on its own, I was like, "This man is insufferable." Yeah, but then with the context of it, it was a bit like, "Oh." It feels bad that they've put that clip out without, like, no one knows what he's saying that in reference to. But yeah. it was that his mum was an artist. Yeah, so and like, so the wider context is that he says, it's literally as he's just said he doesn't blame his mum. Yeah. He said she was susceptible to the trappings of success. He says if anyone who knew her as an artist would not have expected it to have gone any other way. And he excuses her falling down... Oh, her, sorry. He excuses her failing to being an artist. Yeah. And that but nowadays we're holding artists to a re- artists up to a really high standard. But then he says, but most of us only join the arts because we're pretty fucked up. You probably get into this stuff because you're a pretty arcane person to begin with. Which is like an insufferable way of putting it. But it's it's him explaining how he feels about what how his mum failed him, yeah. basically. So it's like... He's allowed to think about that however he wants as an adult that's yeah. gone through therapy, had custody taken. So he had 10 years with his mum and his brother and then completely with the other parent. And it's and just like, that is so traumatised. That will be traumatised. Like, he doesn't dwell on it, but the fact that it was in court when yeah. he was 10, like, something yeah. must have happened that led to yeah, a massive definitely. court trial. 
and full custody being taken. Like, yeah. that, that's not easy, even though he doesn't dwell on it. Like, that's not going to be easy for it's anyone. Massive upheaval. Yeah. Like. It, it, yeah, I thought that was sad. But then the other thing was the the clip that was taken out of context was him saying um, the Lily Reinhardt stuff. Yeah. Which starts with her saying, "Have you ever think, been cheated on?" Yeah. Oh, prior to this, we have him telling us he's a serial monogamous because he lost his virginity when he was fourteen, and it freaked him out. <laughs> Which is fair. I mean, to be fair, this funny, this funny, this story was quite funny. I saw. Yeah, he tells it with bits, quite a lot of humor. I do like the bits of his brother being like, "Where are we meant to go?" Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I actually thought that was quite good. But then he says that after that, he's been a ser- serial monogamous. She says. Have you ever been cheated on? Mm. And he boldly goes, every one of my girlfriends. Without hesitation. Yeah, He's every like, one yes, of them. every single one of them. And then he goes, emotional or physical? She's like, oh, either, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, physically, on- only his first girlfriend yeah. physically cheated. Every other girlfriend he's had has emotionally cheated. She asks how he knew- knows that, and he's like, oh, yeah, like... The I'm way guess- it always happens. Yeah, so I'm guessing like he saw text messages yeah. and stuff like that, but... It's just difficult um, because as much as he doesn't really talk about Lily Reinhardt a lot, we know she's one of his ex-girlfriends and so he really is implicating her in this. Yeah. And the problem is, with emotional cheating, it's like, well, they could have, you know, it could have been her messaging a friend that's been misinterpreted. I'm not going to say that potentially it was emotional cheating and it feels rude to just immediately assume that she didn't do that but it's just a bit rude that she's been implicated in it Mm. when we we don't know the ins and outs of what happened and then he later says that their breakup was down to both of them yeah so it's just interesting to me because yeah I don't know he immediately the way he talks about her afterwards is I think quite nice yeah definitely but he does implicate her in this which could have... 100%. He should have thought, if they're on such good terms now, which is what he says, <laughs> yeah. surely you would think about the fact that when you say that every one of your girlfriends has cheated on you, yeah. you've, Im- you've implied that she's cheated on you, and that could have, it didn't, mm. but it could have led to everyone turning on her and being yeah. like, like, what did he think the outcome of saying that would be? And <sighs> I get it if he was angry, if it had just happened, that he would want her to receive like some hate because he would have all this hate. Yeah. But he seems very calm. He's got a new girlfriend. And, and I don't know, it just, it, it did feel bizarre that he did this. Yeah, it's it seemed like a kind of, not a knee-jerk reaction, but a kind of like he'd said it before he'd processed it, which yeah. I think happened a lot during this interview. Because yeah. he says yes instantly and yeah. she, her face goes, <gasps> like it lights up. Yeah, and then she what- says, he says, hold on, hold on, hold on, emotionally. Yeah. And because essentially like, going yes immediately is like everyone's going to think oh yeah. Lily Reinhardt full on had an affair with someone she's got the scoop of the century I do want to say emotional cheating is also very painful and to some Absolutely. people it can be worse because it's like you know if, feelings if, and like, yeah that physical cheating can often be all of it's terrible but physical cheating can often be a mistake it can yeah. be a drunken thing that's happened yeah. emotional cheating is something that can take place over months yeah and it's like you could have two people like telling each other they love each other and that's what you find but then you say yeah. oh but but i didn't sleep with him i didn't kiss him and mm. stuff like that 
it's like but is that is that any better or worse like (laughs) i'm not like if this did happen if genuinely that happens yeah to him all the time that's horrible like that's a lot of emotional turmoil to go through but he does recognize that potentially he has not always been the best boyfriend which i think was actually a good interviewee part of her because she says like if he's done all this therapy and all this work Mm -hmm. does he not recognize that if he's been emotionally cheated on by every single partner yeah that there's a theme here (laughs) and And the theme is him him. i thought it was quite good that like when she does actually ask about lily reinhardt because i think a lot of people thought that that whole discussion was to do with lily reinhardt and not all of his past girlfriends i think it's edited in the clip to make it look like he's only talking about her yeah like he's not he's talking about everyone and then so when he does talk about her and she brings it up and she asks who who broke up with who essentially and he's Mm -hmm. like oh it was mutual Mm -hmm. and she goes I had like a deal with myself that if you said something was mutual, I would call you out on it. Yeah. Who like who broke up with who? And he was like, I yeah. left, which is very interesting because yeah. it was, I get that it will have been mutual <laughs> at some point, but you did leave. You left, yeah. and you were very happy to say like she's emotionally cheated. It was a mutual. It was thing. a mutual breakup. At the yeah. end of the day, you did leave. Yeah. Which you know. And then walks it back being like it was over for a very long time. Like we both knew that it was... Which like fair. It's yeah, a complicated I, I, thing. Like I'm not... But I was... Yeah. I enjoy... I liked the fact that she did that and she wasn't kind of afraid to press him on it and be very open about I it. Which is why I was like, do you know what? Actually, she is a good interviewer. She's better than I thought because I think... Yeah. Honestly, if you... People let things slide all the time. Yeah, exactly. If you put me in front of like one of Zach and Cody, I think I'd be a bit like, oh, I don't really want to offend them. Like, yeah. it feels. <laughs> if I was interviewing them and I was like, hang on, did you leave her though? Like, I probably. And we've gone through his like childhood trauma. Yeah, and his past I feel and really bad, but she, I think she did <laughs> yeah. it in a very good way. She didn't. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't rude. She just kind of made it into a joke, and I honestly think she made him quite comfortable, which was quite. Seemed good. like it, and yeah, it, they had a good repartee. But other than that, he kind of just says that. Um, about Lily Reinhardt, um, that he thinks like they're friends now, um, that they broke up at the right point because they then you know then everything happened with quarantine. He was like it was probably for the best. Mm. Doesn't really say anything negative about her other than no. the earlier no. implication that potentially she emotionally <laughs> cheated. But other than that, they're really he yeah. kind of he talks about her literally for about thirty seconds. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of implied from the clips that it's going to be a big part of the podcast. It's not. It's really like. He was like, yeah, it happened. We got over it. I yeah. left. And now we're friends and we work together. Um, and he says they work really well together and that they've managed to stay really good friends, which, you know, it's you know more than a lot of people can say about literally, their there's, exes. There was two people, two people on Game of Thrones. Lena Cersei. Oh, yeah. Cersei Lannister and another man on it. <laughs> and they, they dated... They broke up. They both had a clause in their contract that supposedly that they wouldn't be in any scenes together. So oh, after really? that, they're never in a scene together. And I'm like, oh. that's the extent that we could get to. Like, yeah. they could have had yeah. clauses written of like, <laughs> we'll stay on this show. Do not make me work. With yeah, him, yeah, I'm not working with him. Yeah, and you know, they they do seem to be doing okay. I mean, they've been on that show for so long. <laughs> I just have sympathy for them. <laughs> just let them let them break out of. I do think Riverdale. that potentially he'd had something. <laughs> It's quite strange that she doesn't address Riverdale. At all. Other than him saying, like, he moved to Vancouver to film it. And, like, that's it. That was all they mentioned about Riverdale. Or that he kind of found, like, success after it. But it's all very... 
not addressed the kind of yeah the what we've seen them do in press tours which is like openly bitch about the show literally so do, do you've you not talked that about it was it at all? a contractual thing that he was like the things that are off the table to talk about Riverdale, Riverdale. <laughs> like I'm not talking about it because he's acting so artsy in this he wants I to get know. himself across as the artist it's like that's you such know, a good point pretentious guy and if you suddenly go yeah but how's the like ninth season whatever season they're on of Riverdale going how's the filming going it, it's just bringing you back down to earth that this is the guy that said that he was weird for wearing a hat why like, do you think I wear this hat every day I'm so bad um, <laughs> but yeah then um he does we, there is the bit where he says that he, um, she asks him about his mental health in a very interesting way mm. um, she's like mental health affects everyone how does it affect you essentially <laughs> yeah. is what she does and he's like yeah like validation from the public he really struggles with it yeah so I don't think um, the way that we all found out about this conversation yeah um, I don't imagine he's having a good time <laughs> with it because no. it's a uh, ridicule and being and lots of people are now talking about blind items or they're people like i've worked in pr he is horrible to work with everybody that's worked in pr has never had a good interaction with him and i'm like this is he's like listen to it and hear him say that he like, struggles he struggles with public criticism and it's still it's it's still worth hearing like people who've worked with him if they're like genuinely Definitely. this man is terrible i always like i think that if you're treating people in your industry really badly you should not think that you are like better than anybody no. that like serves you in a restaurant but also, or yeah. is a runner on your show like you are not you above them because you're the star it's worth taking that in and i always respect like people who do those jobs they're not getting paid enough no they're doing a lot of the work and then to be mistreated it shouldn't be appropriate in any job like no. you should never have to deal no. with mistreatment even if someone is supposedly famous that's not on absolutely so it's always worth listening to those people but then also if you if a tiktok is just someone being like well i heard or like it's well known in the industry yeah. it's like yeah maybe it is but like it's not it's not cold hard evidence no what i've seen people bringing up a lot is this tumblr situation mm-hmm. so back in the day cole and dylan suddenly were on tumblr at one point they'd gone for a couple of years and then cole specifically emerges uh-huh. he has a tumblr called cult culture concept <laughs> much like culture hand. culture <laughs> concept um and he just puts up his photography it's very brooklyn beckham beckham of him mm-hmm. so um he's putting up photography People like were you know how you can you do asks so people would ask yeah. him questions. Yeah. He had really funny responses. I remember at the time like they'd pop up occasionally. Mm. It was a good time. And then randomly one day he like put up this really cryptic post. I think it was like about being a chameleon and was like I'm done here, I'm leaving. And then I went onto Twitter. He was like, yeah, that was all an experiment I did <laughs> because he was doing like anthropology at um, NYU. Yeah. So he then said it was an experiment and people were like, hang on, we were an experiment? Because the chameleon <laughs> thing had kind of implied that he was like pretending to be one of the normal people by like, <laughs> and he actually isn't that. But then he said the experiment was how people feel if they're told they're an experiment when they're not actually an experiment. Something like that. It was so stupid. It was a bit too pretentious and meta not actually saying anything. Yeah. I've, never been, I've never been clear on what the experiment was. What the goal was. But then, to make matters worse... He'd had a girlfriend around the same time who was mm. also big on Tumblr. They would like post pictures together. I don't know. Um, then she comes out and she's like, This guy, when he broke up with me, mm. he started 
um, taking f- like doing fashion photography because he wanted to date models or something like that. And I'm like, mm, okay, that doesn't feel that crazy. No. Like you did say after you dated. Like, Is this Diana Sills? But she, I f- she, she dated one of them. I can't remember if it was him or Dylan. Who was she? She, I think she's in like indie films and stuff. Oh, but maybe she was a then. big like Tumblr. Then potentially Tumblr this gal. Is, wait, do I have a name? No, she's Brie. She's oh, called Brie. Okay. So they dated this girl Brie. She said this, and then Dylan Sprouse and his girlfriend mm-hmm. go on Tumblr. So maybe this was maybe because there's a picture so, of one of them sitting on the subway with this girl. So Dylan. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they say like, oh no, no, you're wrong. That wouldn't happen. Not our lovely cult, which is fine. <laughs> but then she's like, then she starts alleging emotional abuse mm. um, and says that he gaslighted her. But then like, so there was two camps. So as people are like. Well, it's quite weird, like, the way she's done this, because apparently a lot of what she was doing was like, oh, I want to be back with him. But then a lot of people being like, well, you know, emotional abuse isn't, like, a clear-cut thing. You wouldn't wouldn't just suddenly hate the person. That's kind of the point of it. So I don't really have much of a comment of it, other than I've seen this kind of brought up again. It literally happened 10 years ago. That was crazy. when I like I went to try and get the post, um, and someone's made a blog of the post because they don't exist anymore <laughs> and it was like this was posted 10 years ago oh. i was like oh yeah 2013 10 years ago um that is crazy so, but people have brought that up now and been like well he has been known to be a terrible person it's like that does sound very bad if that happened i'm not excusing anything because they are adults but yeah like 10 years ago they would have been 20 21 it would have been yeah and it's still very bad and i think yeah if, of hey, course you know, of course a lot of sympathy to her if that was the case yeah. um it doesn't you know people have brought it up it's worth hearing about but i think if you want to criticize that criticize that bring that up to him ask him about that if you really want to um like personally but if you if you do (laughs) that's fine but i don't think that the criticism really lies in what he said during this podcast absolutely i think you could very and like i do find it weird that he did a whole sociology study on (laughs) tumblr Uh, but i think again there's more criticism there yeah and worth bringing that up to him if you're confused, um, as I am, because I still don't know what that project was about. It's just pretentious. Like, it, yeah, I think he just is pretentious. And maybe people haven't encountered pretentious people in their life, or if you like, but this is the kind of person you meet at uni. Yeah, especially when they think that they're like at, that they're too cool for school, yes. but like also they think they're more intelligent than everyone they've ever met, and you kind of have to have this moment of reminding them, like, we're all in the same place here. We all got here on the same merit. Yeah, like, you're no better than we everyone We all sat the else. same exams, like, literally, we're now but all doing the same we degree, so like, like, you can't yeah. be thinking that you're better than everyone else just because you've of got person... a wide vocabulary. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have a terrible vocabulary. <laughs> like, I'm not interested in using fancy words. I think that <laughs> occasionally one pops out and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I, like from? I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but genuinely I don't. I think it's just a way of people trying to sound like what they're saying has more merit. And so I think that was kind of what he was doing, and what he was saying mm. had merit, but it it kind of got lost in lost some in interesting word choices. But I yeah. d- I don't think that this podcast was necessarily the worst thing that Cole Sprouse has ever done. Definitely not. In if you actually listen to it, it's not that bad like i i was actually surprised i was waiting for yeah. this like him to come across so terribly and i actually ended up just kind of having empathy for someone Definitely. who seems to have not had the best situation yeah 
and as much as their response seems quite mature i think there's still a lot to work through oh 100 percent. and like it was really sweet listening to talk about how much he's in love i mean he didn't need to be like it's never been this compatible yeah. with someone else you don't need to say that Again, you just don't need to say that when you've had public relationships worse, with <laughs> i think that sort of thing is worth like criticizing that he yeah. very much was like yeah um this relationship is better than all the others like <laughs> we we would hope because otherwise you wouldn't be you wouldn't with this person. Be with this person. That's yeah. kind of what you hope when you're in a relationship. But it's nice. I liked hearing him talk about his dad. Yes. Definitely yeah. think like feel free to criticize this man for, you know, things that have been you know, you know, things you think are relevant to criticize, but a lot of this podcast was just him, you know, fifty minutes of it was him kind of detailing what it was like to be a child star and you know yeah. we have a lot of sympathy when other people do it. I don't see why there was no sympathy for this situation i know potentially because he kept saying that he doesn't regret it and he doesn't think it was that bad but it doesn't mean that you know you should take that at face value still feels like he's not had the best situation definitely and i think it's like the more child stars that talk about their experience the bigger picture we all can get and can be like on the whole you can make up your own mind but it sounds sounds awful it sounds like it's something that in the next couple of years will probably be Especially with like influencers and mommy bloggers and oh, that keep... whole industry, I think like there's more of a spotlight on it. Yeah. And thinking actually this is exploitative and we need to maybe not do not this. Do so I th- I think it's a valid look at what he's gone through. It's yeah. his own experience. I think it just the clips that were circulated were just like weren't that helpful oh just not good <laughs> and i also think that like it's interesting because i remember back I'm, I'm wrapping up but like back in the day it was kind of a thing that people like people always praise child stars that seem to have not had a very public breakdown yeah it's ridiculous um, isn't it and so i remember these two getting quite a lot of praise and that he specifically said in this that they they did go through that they just yeah. did it in private and that they were like we're gonna go to school we're not going we're to do, do it yeah which is way, yeah. and you forget that a lot of these child stars they don't like we all kind of make a mess of life when you go to university or Definitely. when you're just in your youth in general you go um and you do ridiculous things because everything's things. new exactly you don't act in the most emotionally mature way or just yeah. mature way in general but for some people they don't really have an outlet for that so we get to see yeah. it very publicly yeah and, and it is quite disarming to see it publicly but it you know once you put it into the context of that someone young mm. and they're trying to figure out the world you have more sympathy and what they were saying is it happened for them mm. in private so we didn't get to see it yeah. and then one final point is kind of in relation to what we were saying at the beginning with everyone having so much sympathy for selena gomez in this mm. um because she hasn't said anything it's so interesting the amount of sympathy people have for lily reinhardt for not saying anything i know and it's like i kind of get it because when i was seeing these clips i was like well i love lily reinhardt like, yeah yeah i hope she's okay yeah and i still do i think you know i'm not, this isn't me saying lily reinhardt's actually terrible no <laughs> i i'm saying i still love lily reinhardt but it's so interesting to me that she literally didn't have to say anything and you can just get one clip of someone mm. looking a bit like they're a dick yeah. and you're immediately like, she gets so much support. It's so interesting yeah. to me that she like, it must be so weird to be her publicist this week because they probably were getting so many stressed emails at the beginning of the week being like, okay, this podcast is about it's to come out. out. He's talking yeah. about the relationship. Yeah. And they were probably so high stressed. The podcast comes out and everyone's on her side. And it's like, they must be like, oh, 
chill smooth sailing <laughs> don't have to do our job this week Tick. still get paid yeah literally yeah. like they're doing their to-do list and they're like um swerve a major pr disaster Tick. don't have to say it? anything in response literally. great stuff. and it's so interesting because sometimes saying nothing really works in your favor absolutely and it's like until people start like battering down the door being like why haven't you said anything yet it's just like i think that's the line that people tow because if you add your voice to it it could have well give fuel to the fire but also like you just kind of have to hope the internet pays attention to something else which in the case of Hayley bieber is not happening people people are on that train because they're bored and there's nothing else and even this like this is a distraction that everyone latched onto for like two days and then forgot about i really think like by the time (laughs) this no offense to us but by the time this podcast out this is past old news yeah like we are really just on the tail of this but (laughs) it it was interesting i think go and give it a listen if you're interested i i definitely changed my perspective on call her daddy as a podcast definitely um, better than i expected yeah <laughs> a lot better than i expected actually yes. but she's quite rude like but i had no though, real indication to think that it would be terrible other than a big yeah. drama that happened a couple of years ago yeah. um and it was actually quite a thoughtful interview so yeah well done alex yeah okay thank you once again for listening thank you Bye bye <laughs>